Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. All right. Are we recording? We sure are. We are on record. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Savage Podcast. I don't know why I'm talking. Wow, that was a really bad British accent. Guys, I am losing it. You're... You know, remember when I had such a great British accent? Was that a thing? Did that happen? <laughs> Did you actually ever have a really I great do one? believe that I believed <laughs> that I had a great British accent. Uh, but hello, guys. This is uh, normal Canadian Rose speaking. Yes, yeah. Not British Rose. Not British Rose. <laughs> Although I could do an episode talking like this the entire time. Could you? Should we do it? Remember one time we wanted to do something like that. I do think. I do, I, I, I'm like, I can't <laughs> even do it. it. Yeah. Can you still do the Geordie? Um, not very well. Would you like to try it? <laughs> um, what am I going to say? Hey, God, getting on the microphones and recording the podcast like... <laughs> No, it's so it's well, so. Well, I bad. wouldn't be able to know. I mean, it sounded great to me, True. but to you, it sounds. So that's the new Newcastle, uh, Newcastle accent. Yeah, the Geordie accent. The Geordie. For those of you that don't know, I did live there for a year. Yes. Um, and got really well integrated into the society there. You know, just yeah, really you became a Geordie. I did. <laughs> got mortal on the weekends. <laughs> hit the tune. Hit the tune. Is that is that town? Yeah, <laughs> they they say tune over there. They so. have a very strong accent. Yeah. I remember when Geordie Shore came out. That was the reality show that copied Jersey Shore. Yeah. And I remember the first episode or something was like, air- this is like many years ago. Yeah. And I remember like the first episode was airing on TV somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll just like try to give it a, you know, I'll watch it. Give it a spin. Yeah. yeah. And I watched it for about maybe five minutes and I was like, I do not understand a thing <laughs> these people are saying. I was like, is this English? Yeah. It takes a while to get used to, to be honest. Um, the thing is, I do feel like that show, like, don't get me wrong. In Newcastle, people really like to party. And it was a very big party city because it's like a very studenty city as well. Yes. And it's super cheap to drink. Um, so people do get really, really drunk. But like, there's so much more to Newcastle that I feel like the show, Geordie Shore, like just didn't incorporate. Right. Because obviously it was just about people drinking and partying. Because like the city itself is really pretty. And the accent, like, they're there's different variations of it. So you have like the really, really hard and difficult to understand, but then you have like, I guess you could call it like a posh Geordie that has like more of a, a, a easier to understand accent. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it was interesting. A, Even a, within Newcastle, there yeah. are multiple accents. Yeah. It's like London. There's it many is. different types of accents in London. <laughs> there sure is. Top <laughs> of the morning to you, Rose. <laughs> Top of the morning. Isn't that Irish? <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, I have a little story about the Geordie accent as well. Another story. Mm. So when I was living in the UK, for those of you that don't know, we both lived in the UK. I lived in London for two years. Daniel lived in Newcastle and then London for many years. Mm -hmm. We also need to change our intro. Everyone keeps telling us we're so shit. Maybe we'll do it after. Yeah, let's do it after this. Anyways. So basically, uh, when I first moved to the UK, my parents came to visit me at some point. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, because like, you're living in London and the what's the thing to do in London? You go to the, what do they call it? The West End? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the theaters. Basically. Yeah, the yeah. theater. And in they the call it, do they call it West End? The West End, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like Broadway, but it's in London. And yeah. it's, you know, there are lots of theaters mm-hmm. and lots of different shows to watch. So I was like, oh, let me just get, you know, some kind of tickets to a show. Mm-hmm. So I got tickets to Billy Elliot, oh, which is Billy a Elliot. very British sort of like, musical yeah and it's based in the north as well that's why it's, they would it's based in i'm pretty sure it's based in newcastle it's close yeah somewhere around yeah. there yeah so i got i didn't know what it was about i was mm. like you know what but it's like you know very highly rated and it seems mm. to be something to do so i got us tickets me and my parents we went there and <laughs> the whole time it was like a really really strong thick <laughs> newcastle or whatever northerner accent yeah and my parents were just like <laughs> and you know keep in mind english is their second language yeah, yeah, true, true, and true. it's you know they're not like completely comfortable with english especially, mm. especially my dad yeah and they're just like what are they and even i couldn't understand like yeah. i got used to it after a little bit mm. 
but in the beginning and i was like i felt so bad i was like oh god they don't understand a word yeah my mom understood a little bit at the end but Mm. my dad was just like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. But that's like, to be fair, like the accents, like you do get used to them after a while. So like, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when I first moved to Newcastle, I worked at this um, restaurant and everyone there was, they had such strong accents. And I remember my first shift, I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to need to get a translator. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what's going on. And then within a matter of like probably a month, I was right. like, so I, I, you just, you get, your ear gets you used, get to, used it. to it. Yeah. yeah. But if you if, if English is your first language, yeah. then you get used exactly. to it. Exactly. But if, if it's, it's your, your second language, oh God. Yeah, that would be a lot more challenging. May the Lord be with you. Yeah, but it's technically your second language too, isn't it? Well, I mean, technically, yes. Yeah. Technically, it is my second language, but um, it is... I don't know. Is it still considered... I guess it is still considered my second language. It's not, it would be different. Okay, the, the way that I would think it's not considered a second language, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but like I think if you grew up learning... Like, let's say you grew up in a place where you spoke both Korean and English, like right. completely, and you you learned both of those from the day you were born. Right. You wouldn't have, technically, they would both be your first language. Oh, interesting. But, right. but because you learned Korean first. Yes. And you didn't learn English until you were probably in school, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that would be considered your second language because your primary right. language is Korean. But my language that I'm most comfortable with now is English. Yeah. So, but the, the language I learned first was Korean. Yeah. Anyways, either yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Speaking of accents and mm. getting used to accents, I remember uh, when I first, so I did a study abroad in Italy and in the very beginning we did this like Italian crash course and yeah. I was in this Italian crash course with a lot of different people and there was a couple of people from Singapore. <laughs> I had... <laughs> I love the Singapore accent. It's the best. Oh, guys, there are going to be many accents in this uh, in this <laughs> podcast episode, just warning you. So I... I had never met anybody from Singapore before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about Singapore. Yeah. And I was talking to these lovely people from Singapore. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. And I could not understand a word they were saying. I was like, I think it's English. Yeah. It sounds English, but it's like such a thick accent. Mm. Anyways, so the very beginning when I was talking to them, I was like, oh my God, like, I don't understand what they're saying. I yeah, understand yeah. a little bit, but I'm like, oh God. But then of course, if you guys know anything about me, I actually lived in Singapore the year after. Mm. So I moved to Singapore um, the year after I did my Italy exchange. And then um, and then I became a master at the Singaporean. Uh, <laughs> Singaporean <laughs> accent. Can you give us a little sample? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm, I think I'm very rusty. It's been okay. like almost 10 years. Because uh, we're recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we record the Savage podcast. <laughs> I can't do it. It sounds oh, pretty my good God. so far. Yeah. The, what, uh, the, the thing that I loved in Singapore, which was really funny though, like so when I went there on holidays, is like they also like really shorten stuff. And yes. they'll just like, I remember like being in like, I don't know, a restaurant or something. This and is it was my like, story. No, because it happened to me <laughs> okay. as well. Oh, okay. What happened? I was like, I was, I was going to get a burger. This that- is my story. It definitely what? did not happen to it you. It definitely did happen to me. No, I've told this so many times. I think you think that it happened to you. Oh my God. No, the the Burger definitely- King Whopper. Is this what you're talking about? No, it wasn't a Whopper. Mm-hmm. I swear you. Th- oh God, I swear man. this is my story. But continue. <laughs> did this happen to you? Which which uh, restaurant did you go to, Daniel? I think it was McDonald's. <laughs> no, I this swear. Never happened. Okay, anyway, what this happened? happened? Okay, Rose, you tell the story then. No. Why do I think it happened to me? I don't I know. You do this thing Singapore. where you think something happened to you. No, maybe it you wasn't. do this often. Okay, well, maybe maybe it wasn't the specific <laughs> burger thing. It was like no. just when I was there, they were just very like if you were like, oh, um, can you sh- can you show me the way here or something? Can <laughs> they like to say can? Yeah, or like should I should I like do that? You should should. <laughs> It's like they'll be like really short sentences. You yes. Know? Well, this yeah. is my story, okay, which I think it. you think happened to you. <laughs> I swear it did. Anyway. I think I know you better than you know yourself. Daniel does this a lot where I'll tell a story and then later on he'll tell it as if it's like his story. Mm-hmm. It happens. It definitely, this definitely happened to me. I'm going to like no, go through my travel journals because I took travel no. journals and it would definitely be. <laughs> It'll be like Rose told me the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. Anyway, tell Anyways. a story, Rose. So when I was in Singapore, um, again, I've told the story many times, which mm-hmm. is I, why I know it happened to me. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and didn't happen to me because it couldn't happen to anyone else but Rose. <laughs> well, it's also a, kind of ironic that it's the it's a, also a burger situation. <laughs> There's a lot of burger places in Singapore, mm, Rose, okay. okay? And we've both been there so eating burgers. I, uh-huh. so. so one time, this is pre-vegan, pre-vegan Rose. Yeah. I, had, I went traveling somewhere and then I came back to Singapore and I was going to Burger King. Yep. Not McDonald's, Burger King. Um, and then I remember I went to the to the counter and I was like, I wanted to get a Whopper Junior, mm. but then it wasn't on the menu. It just said Whopper. So I was like, Do you have Whopper? No, what did I say? 
<laughs> See, now I'm getting confused. You could probably mm. tell it better than I can now. Do you have? <laughs> do you have? <laughs> do you have a Whopper Junior? Have. <laughs> can I get it? Can I get it? Can. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> You're like, so does that mean I can have it? Can. can. <laughs> Instead of saying yes, they like yeah. to say like have, can. Yeah. But they say can a lot. Yeah. So I was used to people saying can, but I wasn't used to sim- someone saying have. Mm, true. <laughs> I also like the way they also be like, Antia. Antia. <laughs> yeah. Hot out, easy. <laughs> they like, ask uh, a question. Te yeah. <laughs> te oh, oh my, my God. God. I love it. And the thing is, though, they have what they call. Sorry, guys, we're going off on. Yeah, you know, it's a whatever. very big It's fine. Tangent, it's yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> this is. You should just be used to this. The format of the um, podcast. <laughs> exactly. They have this thing called Singlish. So mm. they have they have multiple languages that they speak in Singapore. Yeah. So there's English, there's um, Mandarin, mm-hmm. there's Tamil, which is like an kind of like an Indian language. It's dialect, I think. And yeah. there's Malay, which is like Malaysian language yeah i think um so those there's four languages uh but they also have something that's like an unofficial language it's called singlish mm. where they like kind of mix all four elements uh into like their own language mm. and unless you're singaporean you, you w- probably would never understand yeah true and you'd walk around and the thing is they all spoke perfect english too mm. when you actually speak to them other than having a very strong accent yeah. they spoke perfect english yeah. most of the time but then when you hear people talking just on the street amongst mm. themselves, you're like, are they it, speaking English? Is it English? <laughs> is that what <laughs> I'm then, hearing? But then you're like, it sounds like English, kind of, mm. but you can't understand anything they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not English. That's English. Okay. Anyways. Interesting. Yeah. So that's our little, uh, you know. Nice little tangent there, Rose. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it, it's been nice going back in time. Oh, all those memories, you the know. Memories. It's like we're living vicariously through our memories, you know, know. right now. I know, right? You know, we can't travel, but I know. I want to go back to Singapore. Oh god, <laughs> I know. I want to go back to Asia. I haven't been to Asia in, in so, so long. long. I think you've been um, more recently than I have. So my last trip to Asia was Hong Kong, and that Which was, was 2014. Yeah, I haven't been to Asia since 2011. <sighs> I know. That's shocking. I know. We need to go. Need and to the last time I was in Singapore. And look how rusty my Singaporean accent that's, is. Well, I mean, Aww. that's almost 10 years ago, Rose. Uh, it's been 10 years. I can't do next it. Next year. Ah! Next year, literally. It's, it's yeah, 10 years. Next year, it's it's been Oof. 10 years. Wow. Whew, All right. So what uh, are we talking about today? Today, uh, today we're going to talk about the, <laughs> <laughs> the recent event. <laughs> yeah. So we have a few things. The global uh News. news. I can't do well, it. I, I don't. Some of these stories, like they've been happening over the last little while, so they might not be like super yeah. like current, but it's just like crazy some stuff that's been going some on. Some crazy shit around the yeah. world, guys. So today we're going to be talking about a little bit of um, some vegan company drama. <laughs> oh God. We have this that we're we're gonna <laughs> dive into. We also have a interesting story, and it's kind of been progressing. I think the main part of the story happened in June. But it, I read this article and I was just like, oh my God, this scared the shit out of me. So we'll talk okay, about that later. Okay, okay. And then also there's been a lot of stuff going on. You've probably heard about it. Of I'm going to say this name wrong. Do you know how to pronounce this city? Kenosha in can, the US. Can you show me the... Oh, Kenosha? Kenosha, Wisconsin. So, I'm going to guess it's Kenosha. Okay. So, and there's a lot of stuff that's been going on um, in Kenosha as well. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today, guys. All right. Shall all we right. dive deep? We should. <laughs> so Rose, do you want to tell us all about... <laughs> The drama in the vegan community. Oh, God. <laughs> well, guys, I talked about this in my latest mukbang video, if you have mm-hmm. seen it. Well, it might not be the latest by the time mm-hmm. this goes out to the public. But anyways. Yeah. So there has been some drama between <gasps> the big, uh, I guess, mock meat companies. Like, yeah. I don't even know what they would be called. Like, yeah, plant-based, mock, mock innovative meat. companies. Yeah. So if you guys know, there's obviously Beyond Meat. There's mm-hmm. Impossible Meat. Mm-hmm. And there's also a company called Life light life why can i can never say light life foods okay and light life foods is owned by maple leaf foods which is a canadian like a huge canadian giant food corporation which Mm. is not vegan but light life is owned by them yeah and recently light life decided to basically put out this really i guess distasteful ad campaign Mm. where they were basically targeting um, specifically Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods and telling them that oh they need to stop using such harmful ingredients yeah. and ingredients that people can't pronounce and the yeah. ingredients list is way too long and it's just like 
you know, you put too many things and how their food is real food and、mm-hmm. how light life only makes real food instead of food created in a lab. And,、yeah. anyways, all kinds of shit. They basically like made this campaign and they also like had some kind of open letter to Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods、yeah. where they kind of just like, you know, slammed them essentially.、Mm-hmm. And people were like, ah! Like, there's a lot of backlash because、yeah. a lot of people are like, is your food really like that much healthier? Yeah. Because some people were saying, like, because what they did was they showed the ingredients list、mm. of the different, um, like the three different burgers, right? So there's Light Life, there's Beyond, and there's Impossible.、Yeah. And they were like basically saying how theirs is like, oh, you can pronounce these ingredients.、Mm-hmm. And also they have a shorter ingredients list. So it's like better. Yeah. And then some people were just like, well, you can't just say something has a shorter ingredients list. Therefore,、so、that- it's better. Exactly. Like, You, that's not really an argument、mm. unless you actually prove. I mean, you could also prove it and not like be such a dick. <laughs> no, but this is this is my point exactly.、Yeah. So I didn't know too much about this story、right. until you told me. And like my thing, because I used to remember. So, like, obviously,、um, these aren't the first companies that have done these kind of, I call them like slander campaigns yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. Smear campaigns. Smear campaigns.、Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think it is the worst form of advertising. And、uh, hear me out for a second. Because this <laughs>、yeah. is, this is the re- my reasoning behind this. is Because I think, like, okay, if you make a product, your product, when you advertise it, you can advertise it in such a way where, you know, the benefits of your product is, should be what sells your product, not the fact that you say that it is, you know, if you're contrasting so negatively against a competitor,、yeah. I think it's like you're throwing somebody under the bus. It's like they used to have those,、um, those Tide, I think it was Tide or one of the laundry detergents,、yeah. and they'd always be like, you get more loads out of our laundry, blah, 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 blah,、right. blah, compared to the, the at first, the, 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 <laughs> the top leading brand where you get so much more, blah, 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 blah. Whereas, you know, you can, you can still talk about how efficient your product is without bashing other companies.、Right. Or, like in this case, they could have come forward and been like, our, our burgers use, or our products use really, really easy to pronounce, or not easy to pronounce, but like all natural ingredients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they could, they could market it that way. So you're still capturing that segment of the audience that's like, you know what, I'm looking for more natural kind、mm-hmm. of foods without throwing somebody else under the bus and being like, don't buy their product because of XYZ. Yeah. Because I think it's just like, it's just like a not tasteful way to market. Because、mm-hmm. you're basically saying, like, I'm better than you. Yeah. This is what I'm marketing. Buy my product over Roses because Roses doesn't have XYZ. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just、yeah. think it's like not a nice way to, to campaign. I agree.、Um, I think, again, if you have a good product, You need to market what are the attributes of that product that are that are beneficial to to the consumers. So, exactly. Yeah, they could have totally done something, you know, where, if, I mean, it might still be bullshit,、mm-hmm. but like they could have still been like, oh, we use clean. Because I think that is what they tried to do before. Like、mm-hmm. they would say, like, oh, we, you know, use clean ingredients or whatever that means, right? But、mm-hmm. then. But then I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe they wanted to t- target it more and they were like, are they even allowed to do that? Like, is that kind I, of advertising I, even allowed? I didn't think it was. I thought,、right? they, I thought that's why a lot of people the com- say, like, oh, it's better than the leading. The leading brand. Yeah, they can't, yeah. like, straight up call out. Like, so they're actually, might, you know what? There might be lawsuits. I was going to say, think? I think that there could be potential lawsuits because I don't think that you're allowed to, as a company, say that your product is better than another company's. Because But then. Like, I mean, you'd think that if you're owned by Maple Leaf Foods, like you would know kind of how to handle yourself. <laughs> As in, like, well, no, but the thing is, I do think that part, part of the reason why this sort of campaign came out of Light Life,、mm-hmm. this is just my speculation, but they were recently acquired by Light,、uh, Maple Leaf Foods, like a few years ago.、Mm-hmm. And because this company, Maple Leaf, is obviously a big meat giant,、mm-hmm. they don't really understand the plant based message. Like, they probably don't fully get it. You、yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. they have that kind of same meat. Company mentality, maybe,、mm. perhaps. So they think that it's a smart idea to be like, oh, actually, because p- people think, they think, oh, because, you know, the audience is plant based consumers,、mm. like automatically we're going to care more about clean ingredients and, like, you know,、yeah. being healthy, even though、yeah. that's not really it.、Mm-hmm. And, like, Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods are really popular brands. Hugely. So, like, Yeah, it's a tough one. And I just think, again, if you're marketing yourself in that way,、yeah. you're going to get subject to backlash and people are not、yeah. going to be happy because people, people, because even before I took marketing or even understood any of that kind of stuff, and even anytime I saw commercials like that, I always thought,、mm, I、yeah. don't like this. Like, it's not nice to throw somebody else under the bus. Yeah, it's just like weird. Yeah, even if your product is better, like, or whatever, I'm not saying one product is better、yeah. than the other, you should let it market, like,、exactly. you should market those qualities of your product、mm-hmm. without being like, oh, Well, that, that, qua- that product shit、yeah. reminds this. Yeah. So,、uh, and, like, and like, I really don't even think it's that much healthier.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you, oh, no. And also, the, the funny thing is, is that、uh, Light Life Foods, 
recently collaborated with uh, KFC to mm. create a, a vegan fried chicken burger, which I tried recently and it's very mm-hmm. good. And that was my mukbang. But I was like, I just find it so ironic that they literally just came out with this clearly unhealthy fried yeah. vegan chicken burger, which is deep fried and it's in K- it's sold at KFC of all places. Yeah. And then you're going to do some weird smear campaign talking about mm. how clean your meat is or like clean your plant based meat is. Yeah. It's like mm. doesn't sit right. It's just so stupid. Exactly. Like you just collaborate. Look, I have no problem with you collaborating with KFC. Like yeah. fucking do that shit. I'm all for that. Yeah. But then don't turn around and be like, we are all about the Healthiness. clean and yeah. healthy meat. Clean like- eating, but we're going to promote a fried <laughs> chicken <laughs> yeah. burger or fried fake chicken burger. Like, come on. Exactly. It's like, yeah. anyway, so that happened. Yeah. Um, so a lot of backlash against them. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Uh, that's It's, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of that. Oh because God. I do lawsuits. think there's going to be some lawsuits. Oh, shit. I think you're right in the like, you know, there's advertising standards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that that's why a lot of companies have changed to like, we're better than the top leading right. brand or this way, X, Y, Z. Because I don't think you can actually name another company because it would be considered slander, right? Right. So I don't know. I could, I be, I could be wrong. Yeah. 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 It depends on, maybe it depends on how they word it. Yeah. But yeah, like I would, it's kind of treading on like very dangerous territory. Tread, treading on thin ice, <laughs> to yes, be honest. Exactly. I mean, that, that ice going to crack and someone's oh. going to die. <laughs> oh, God damn. Hopefully not die. Well, speaking of, uh, Death. Oh, oh God. God. Why? <laughs> well, that's such a weird transition. <laughs> Speaking of death. Oh God. Okay. So um, this story, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this story. Hold on. Rose. Let me just read this title because, okay, I don't know this story, guys. Okay. So the t- the title that we have here: a Seattle area landlord charged with murder after remains of couple found inside suitcases. Okay. You yeah. You give me the. I'm chance. gonna tell you what happened because oh, I read, I read this story. So apparently, this landlord's been charged. But the creepy thing about this story, so I'm gonna tell you about how this. Okay. This particular body oh, has been shit. found. So apparently, and I'm again, I'm not in the know of what goes on with like you know these new things. There's a new app that that was launched this summer, or like maybe a earlier. new app. Yeah. Okay. Called I'm going to say it probably wrong, but Randonautica. Okay. So it's right here. Random using random. So anyway, Randonautica. Okay. So what it is, I like kind of did a little bit of research. I don't fully understand how it works. I've never used it. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of like one of those games you can play on your phone whereby like, you know, like Pokemon Go where you'd walk around the city and it gets you to like get outside and walk around and explore things. Okay, sure. So Randonautica is kind of similar whereby you can kind of create your own adventure okay. within your city and it will like drop a pin somewhere randomly and you have to go and find where this pin is, right? Oh God, I feel like I know where this is going. So apparently there was a bunch of young teens that were playing like a, almost like a scavenger hunt, right? With using this app and they were TikToking as well and like doing all this stuff, right? So this randonautica dropped a pin on the beach, like right by this pier. And so the kids, you know, they go Uh to see it. And right where this pin had, right around the area where this pin had been dropped was this black suitcase. Oh my God. And these kids are like the whole time like TikToking and like filming because they're like, oh my God, we found this suitcase. Like so right. random. And then they like lifted up the suitcase on the TikTok, right? And there was like a garbage bag in there and it like was basically the suitcase was full, like really full. And there was like a horrible smell coming from oh, it. Oh God. Yeah. And the kids were like, oh my God, like what do we do? Like what, you know, so obviously they called the police and everything. And then it turned out that there was two bodies in there. Right. And like, I just think to myself, I was like, oh my God, imagine you're a kid oh. playing a game and randomly stumble across something like this. Like that would scar you for life. Yeah. Like, like what? It's so crazy. And like the scary thing is, well, not the scary thing. That's this whole thing is like really, really scary. Mm-hmm. So the man that was charged was apparently the couple. So it was this couple um, that was murdered and the guy that got charged was their landlord. Right. And apparently the couple themselves, like from a couple articles I saw, like they were kind of into some shady stuff themselves. Like, you know, like they weren't, you know, they were like drug dealing or doing something. I'm okay. not hundred percent okay. sure, sure, but it doesn't warrant it anyway. Yeah. And apparently they weren't paying the rent. So the landlord was like, killed them. I know that's <laughs> what I, what? Heard. yeah, <laughs> that is the most crazy. Mm-hmm. This is the craziest story. I know. So apparently the man that was charged had rented the room to the couple and was vol- evol- involved in a dispute with them regarding payment. Um, he was also angry at them for potential criminal activity. In he the was home. angry at the potential criminal activities. So he, so he killed, killed them. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is crazy. It's like nuts. But I still think like the fact that the remains were found by children. Like, oh not, my God, they were like teens. But still, they're like pretty much children. Yeah, like going on a little scavenger so wait, hunt, this, having fun. this app. So basically, do they just like, th- it'll just pin wherever like I think randomly? So. Yeah, I haven't actually used it. So, but I think that's why it's called Randonautica or right, whatever. Right, because it's like random. Yeah, so you would like basically, you can create your own little scavenger hunts and like fun like things. And you just like kind of go around your city. <laughs> and apparently, oh like that's how they found this like... Like, that's so terrifying. That is terrifying. I feel like this app is not, it's doomed for failure. At this oh my point. God. Like, that is scary. Yeah. Like, How did it randomly pin in that location? I don't know. But that's, that's the, so crazy. I mean, but I mean, okay, to be fair, it's like in a suitcase in a beach, like it was bound to be found. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it had actually washed up. This is what had happened. Oh, and he then threw it in the water, maybe. I think. Oh my God, you guys. That is fucking scary. Pay your rent, my I friend. Know. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, be careful who you rent from exactly this is, is another like, thing that's scary i mean right now everyone like i don't know in canada i don't know what it's like everywhere else but i think it's up until the end of this month you can't get evicted for not paying your rent right now oh because of like the protections yeah right of, because of the covid the vid because the vid be doing lots of things right. you know what i mean you know what i'm saying really Dang. even so there are eviction protections i think right so right now, now. Oh, I, think, I think it ends this is the crazy thing at the end of this month yeah. I think the CERB ends. Yeah, see, this makes no sense. Because we had CERB, which yeah. is, for those of you guys that don't know, it's in Canada. And basically, if you lost your job or you couldn't work mm-hmm. or you only made less than $1,000 a month yeah. um, through your job, then you can get a $2,000 basically like fund from the government. Yeah. And you, basically, anyone can get it as mm-hmm. long as like you didn't work and all that stuff. Yeah. And each month, people got this $2,000. So, but then they also have this landlord protection or eviction protection. Yeah. But then now it's all ending at the same time. I know Wouldn't it make more sense to keep the eviction protection? Stagger it a bit. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. anyway. It's a weird one because you would think as well, like why, if the CERB is out. Exactly. Why do you have landlord protection as well? Exactly. You think you do like six months of CERB, then you have. Exactly. That it, would make more sense. Yeah. And also the, also the banks were giving people like mortgage holidays as well. Right. And I think that also ends at the end of this month. Right. So, I mean. We'll see what happens. I know. Hopefully people save some of that CERB money, but I don't think so. Mm, I think they'd just be going out and eating and oh drinking and expanding. God it. damn, Daniels. It'd be crazy as all hail and tarnation oh, in the head damn. Too many people taking advantage oh, of the system. Of the system. So anyways, that's the first crazy ass story. Oh, <laughs> Holy God. shit. I know. Honestly, like when I was like reading this, I was just like, oh my God. That's like one of my biggest fears is like being killed. Just, no. Ran- <laughs> well, <laughs> that too. <laughs> But one of my like biggest fears oh like is coming like, cr- across a across, dead body yeah this is why okay. have you ever seen a dead body no. Daniel you've never seen what about at a funeral oh like, yeah no I have it at a funeral yeah but like one of my like biggest fears is like it's kind of stupid but like this is why I really like when I go swimming I like the water to be like clear because I'm always oh. scared of like going into a lake where it's a bit murky and then just like brushing up against ah! the body oh my god Daniel that is the weirdest I know fear. but I just like I don't know what it you is you watch too many crime shows I do honestly for I think it's forensic files that <laughs> ruined me. <laughs> Because now I'm like, every lake has a body. I <laughs> oh swear. Honestly, though, like, it must. Oh, my God. Like, every lake, every big, like, piece of water must. Yeah. Right? Would, oh, my God. I don't know. It just really freaks me out. So when I can't see the bottom of the water, I just get really, I don't like it. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also, like, if it's, if you kill someone, maybe, actually, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you watch enough forensic files. Is is dumping it in the lake the best way to hide evidence? Well, I don't think so. No. I, don't, I think yeah. because... Because this is going to sound disgusting. I don't know if I should even say this in the podcast. But apparently, like, because a lot of the time what people will do is they try to, like, sink the body to the bottom. They'll try to, like, give it weights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what happens is, like, as we, like, decompose yes. in the oh, water, lift? we lift. Right, so, right, right. Because right. if you notice. Because you get lighter. Exactly. And also, I think it's something to do with, like, the bacteria or something that decompose your body. It becomes, right. It be- makes your body more buoyant. Right. So that's why often they'll put, like, weights and stuff. Because as soon as the body becomes, like, like that, it just floats to the top of the water. That's why, like, if you... It, like it, you you would just like see it yeah it would just come to the top oh, oh, oh. It's, but honestly like that's why sometimes if we go on holidays with like my family and stuff if it's like a really murky lake i'll like sometimes just like go in a little bit and then i'm like i don't go any further oh I'm just, my like, god no, nope how many people have discovered bodies in the water Probably, quite a lot i don't know i don't think it's that many but just the fear is there <laughs> 
Okay, the fear is there. I think you're more likely to discover when you're like on a hike or actually maybe not. I don't know. Or like you're just jogging in the woods. Don't say these things. Now I'm not going to do anything, Rose. I'm literally never going to leave my house. Oh, God. It was like my dad today. So my, my I was like, really? did he discover a dead No, body? no. He was like, no, but he was just like, um, speaking of like, just like random fears and stuff. Yeah. My dad's like, so my parents were like, do you feel pretty safe? Like walking downtown in Calgary? I was like, yeah, like I feel really safe. Oh, like, God. Nothing's ever happened. Like, and I think it's a really safe city. And then my dad's like, well, apparently someone from his work was attacked downtown by some girl just like randomly like jumped this guy and just started punching him and stuff in broad daylight. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, and I was, it's just as my parents were about to drive me downtown. And I was like, <laughs> why would you say that? Honestly, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Just randomly. Is yeah. he okay? Yeah, he's fine. It, it, apparently it's fine. But now he like doesn't want to have any like assignments downtown and stuff. Oh my God. I don't know if, and I'm, he so, doesn't I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Well, I probably am. Oh, whatever. Yeah. He doesn't even live in downtown. No. So I actually live in downtown, so yeah. that's fantastic to okay. hear. Love it. I mean, one time Daniel was getting dropped off oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, near my place and he saw someone. Uh, <laughs> you can explain. My dad pulled up to the side of this thing, like close to kind of close to Rose's place. There was a guy sitting on this like concrete um, thing. It was like a display or whatever with his, his pants completely down, just sat there. His sweater was like over his like private parts and stuff <laughs> like this, but he was like, Taking, taking a, a shit. shit. Oh, God. <laughs> and, then, and then it's so funny because every time my dad yeah. drops me off now, he's like, do you want me to drop you off at that place where the guy was taking the shit? <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so, actually bad, though. Like, we joke about it. Yeah. But, like, the actually, I do think it's getting worse. worse yeah. Because every time I'm walking, I see someone having some kind of, I don't know, drug-induced or psychotic yeah. episode. Like, almost every single day I yeah. see it. Well, they do say that um, the, the pandemic has brought about, like, increases of like drug use alcoholism because people that were maybe on the verge before right have like gone over the edge now yeah. because they're like stressed about work and whenever people get stressed and anxious that's when they start you know well not all people but a lot yeah. of people like start using or abusing and apparently what's really sad as well is um domestic violence cases have gone uh, gone For through sure. the roof as well because yeah. you know especially during quarantine you're locked up with your partner and they're probably heavily drinking or who knows what and um yeah those cases have gone up a lot oh which is really sad seriously that's really bad yeah like i can't like we were complaining about quarantining but like mm. imagine being quarantined in like a toxic household but exactly that's because because you know you already have that sense of feeling like you can't get out yeah and then if you're in the middle of a quarantine like literally oh you probably feel like where, what are you gonna do where are you gonna it's go so bad. yeah so it's just like yeah it's just these are some negative like a few of the negative things that have come out of this. And oh, it's for just sure. Like, yeah. I mean, not much positive has come out no, of any of this, but this is um, true. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's a fun story. <laughs> we're, we're moving from one fun story to another fun story. Speaking of death. <laughs> I love your last. Oh yeah. Speaking of, speaking of death. Oh God. Oh, God. So well, bad. this story is definitely not a fun story. Is it no, Daniel? It's like a really, it's the story about Jacob Blake. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard about this, mm -hmm. but I haven't heard enough. So please enlighten me and yeah. the audience. Well, I mean, the, the, the research that I've done is just pulling. I was reading, skimming this story mm -hmm. briefly. He didn't but, die, did he? Did he get no. paralyzed? So basically, from my understanding, okay, hang on. What does it say? Blah, 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 blah. So basically, guys, if you haven't heard of the story, which I'm sure a lot of you have, if you yeah. follow social media, at least mm -hmm. to, like you've heard it to some degree, like yeah. I have. So a man, a black man named Jacob Blake yeah. in Kenosha, Wisconsin, yeah. was basically what happened so, so it's, it's down here so basically um he blake was reportedly attempting to try to break up some altercation between between two women when the cops arrived on the scene now somebody had filmed a video which shows blake moving towards the driver's seat of his car when a police officer one of the kenosha police officers grabbed his t-shirt and fired seven times at blake's back Oh, my God. And apparently Blake had three sons that were currently in the car at the time while <gasps> all this was happening. Yeah, which is really, really bad. Um, now, they tried to justify the behavior. Like the police said, you know, he had a knife tucked away. He had, you know, um, they tried to taser him before the shots were fired and like a bunch of other stuff. But like, again, I don't think that was captured in the video. And mm -hmm. it makes me wonder how true that necessarily was. Right. And also, again, and we talked about this like in detail in one of our other podcast episodes. Yeah. But um, the thing about this is, again, I just feel like police are, are the, or they should be taught to use a certain, use appropriate force. Yeah. And again, if they were trying to like control that, not control, but like subdue this guy and he was grabbing a knife or something again, are seven shots being fired. Is that 
appropriate force in that situation. Yeah. No, you know? So I think again, it comes to question like what is, how is that justification for those actions and why are they not, um, you know, why did this happen in the first place anyway? Um, so there's a lot more stuff that's happened. Right. Okay. So, is, so it says, the- it says that he's in stable condition, but his family has said he will be paralyzed from the waist down. Yeah. So basically he won't be able to walk ever again in oh, his life. Oh God. Okay. So tell yeah. me more. Okay. What, so, what else? I know that that sparked, um, <laughs> more protests. Exactly. So, yeah. so what happened in Kenosha? So this, this happened. So basically this video, um, went viral on Sunday. This was last Sunday, by the way, guys. Right. Um, oh my God, I'm so out of the loop. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I just like, yeah, it's just, I've just been like in my own little summer bubble. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. So, so basically this was on yeah so last sunday um and this video went viral and of course it created a protest yes, so people were like course. oh my god what's going on so then a massive protest was organized in kenosha yeah uh, i believe it was in kenosha as well on the 25th so it was tuesday the 25th which was a little bit a couple days after the original incident that happened now during this protest there was a rogue person. I'm going to find his name. Where is it? Oh, I forgot oh, about this too. Yeah. So basically, where's that guy's name? It's at the top here. Okay. So this guy named Kyle Rittenhouse. 17 years seven, old. Only 17 years old. Reportedly traveled to Wisconsin because he knew about this um, anti-police brutality protest. And basically went there with a shotgun. Oh my god! To protect local businesses in the midst of this whole uh, protest. Is this in his words? He said he went there to protect. Yeah, I think it was his in his words. Okay. Reportedly, um, so he and gets, he killed two protesters. Yeah. So then, basically, two people were fatally shot, um, and another person was injured. So two people died, and one person <sighs> was um, injured. Um, yeah, that's crazy. fucking crazy. Like, but also. I'm not even shocked. Is yeah. it bad that I'm not shocked? I mean, again, it's just like, you know, it's, it, it, we kind of, I don't even know where to start with this, this story because it's, it's really just like we, we saw what happened with um, George Floyd yeah. so recently, which sparked a huge, um, like, I guess, uptick in awareness and not that the, like the black life, black lives matter movement has been going on for a while, but this kind yeah. of like really pushed everything to the forefront. And it's like a few months later, we're continually yeah. having these kind of, issues happening and i just again i feel like we're not or the and it, primarily in the u.s why is this not being addressed i don't know you know like it's obviously an issue has some kind of issue to do with the training of police or something yeah you know like well that's where the whole that's why people are saying that they need to like defund the police which in yeah. the beginning i think we talked did we talk about this on the i podcast? think a little bit yeah, yeah but yeah. like in the beginning i was like what does that like i was like that sounds extreme right mm-hmm. but that's but then i didn't understand the full extent of what they meant yeah so what they mean is that I mean, again, I don't know exactly, but what they mean is that police shouldn't deal with so many, so many different things that Mm. other people that are better trained can deal with it. So for Mm. example, someone that's better trained at like, I don't know, dealing with a conflict, you know, they can deal with it without having someone with like a gun Uh, because police are showing up to things that don't require necessarily a police officer, but then they'll show up. And then as soon as a little conflict emerges, they'll shoot somebody. Yeah. So is the argument there is like that we're basically the police have a very, um, I guess, large roster of different I think uh, so. ev- events that they would show yeah. up to. So I think there's like a lot of different, um, mm. yeah, there's a lot of different layers to the whole def- defund the police thing, mm-hmm. which again, I don't know enough about. I, I heard about it and now mm-hmm. I can't really remember exactly. But yeah, one of the things was that, yeah, they're just like doing too many like little things, but then yeah. also they're carrying these like deadly weapons, of which course, they yeah, just yeah. use however way they want. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, in many of these cases, they say in so many of the cases in which police respond, they could actually have somebody else better suited to respond, to respond yeah. that don't necessarily need to go up and show show up exactly. with a gun. Um, again, and it's like, of course, training yeah. and the fact that they're just trained to just shoot people. Like, yeah. and maybe the maybe the part of it, like, that's a really good point because mm-hmm. maybe because they are going to such a vast variety of different situations. The question would be like, how do you train somebody to handle? All of this, exactly. like you're going to domestic disputes, you're going to drug deals, you're mm-hmm. going to things happening with gangsters versus uh, uh, something happening somebody's home, yeah, uh, petty theft to grand larceny to mm-hmm. robbery to or showing up at a, a store because someone used a forged check. Exactly. Like, oh God. does it do four police officers need to show up? Is that required? Is that required for yeah. a fake bill or a mm-hmm. check or whatever it is? It's like no. Mm. Anyways, I mean, so I mean, fuck, it's I don't. Just, uh, can they fix this? Is this fixable? Like, is this situation fixable? 
I would like to think that it is. I think that every situation, there <laughs> is fixable. some way to like okay. to, to fix it. I'm starting to lose hope for I humanity, know. Daniel. Oh, I'm God. starting to lose hope. We're losing faith. This 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 podcast is taking us to a dark God place, damn. you know? Well, I just feel like so much needs to be fixed. So mm. just from this story alone, I see so many different issues like social issues. Yeah. So first we have the police brutality issue. Yeah. Second, we have, again, the black issue, mm-hmm. you know, the race issue of, yeah. you know, black people being more likely to be targeted. Yeah. Uh, so that's another issue. And another issue that I have is the gun rights issue of Yo, this random God. guy that's 17 years old. Why does he even have a gun in the first place? Well, exactly. This is what's crazy. And I remember I actually watched this and I watched this really good. Um, it was like Barack Obama talking about gun legislation. Okay. Because you know there's a lot of people in America that are like very much against um, this gun legislation. Okay. And what what Barack Obama's argument was, and I can't remember exactly if he was for or against, which is kind of bad. I think he was like for increased um, regulation. Gun control. Yeah, gun yes. control. So he was like very much for it. Yeah, he was for it. Sorry. And basically his statement, which I think is so valid, he was he kind of compared it to driving a car. So he was like, if you think about it, in order to drive a car, you need to have a license, you need to have insurance, you need to have, uh, you need to be of a certain age, you need to have lessons, you need, there's so many different steps to being able to be a driver, because as soon as you're behind the wheel, you are driving a potential weapon. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You could kill somebody from driving. And he was saying, why are the same laws not being applied to guns? Whereby this you need ser- to- this sounds like the most common sense thing in the world. So the fact that he had to make this argument is like Crazy. so sad. But it's because everyone, I, not everyone, but a lot of people in the States just think like. Think anyone know, can just get a gun. Well, and they think, you and know they what? Can. I want to get a gun to protect myself because it's safer if I have a gun. Yeah. And but, then everybody gets but this But every mentality. statistic in the world shows that that is actually not the exactly. case. It's negative. Like you look at one of the perfect examples of like gun rights and what happened was in Australia because in Australia, like years and years and years ago, like I think it was in the eighties. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but basically they, um, they had a mass shooting in Australia at one of the schools or something. Right. And right after that happened, Australia like cracked down on gun legislation. I can't remember exactly what they changed, but they just basically, cause they had similar policies to the States at that time. Oh, okay. Okay. And they were like, no, this is not a Okay, yeah. we've had a mass shooting, blah, blah, blah. They've cracked down. And since then, they've had like pretty much no, like very little issues with gun control, right. or with gun issues. Whereas if you look at something like someone like the state, someone, something <laughs> like the states that is consistently having these oh issues. Oh my God, so many. And actually the same thing, I'm pretty sure the same thing happened in the UK because yes. they had a mass shooting in Scotland, I think at a very famous school. Okay. And one of the like famous tennis players, Andy Murray, I don't know if you follow tennis, no. but he's very famous. And he was apparently at the school when the shooting happened. So it was like years ago because he's in his thirties. And again, the UK cracked down on gun legislation. Mm-hmm. So, and now the, now they don't really have as much gun crime. They have, yeah. more, they have more problems with knives. I mean, they have more problems with knives, but yeah. like, you can kill so many more people with a gun, yeah, right? 100%. This like so this whole argument, like oh, you know the 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 whole gun oh, rights argument is yeah. like, what was it? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah. No, guns do fucking kill people. Exactly. And they p- kill a lot more people than a knife could. Like, uh. if a crazy person had a knife versus a gun, mm-hmm. who do you think could do more damage? Any guesses? Like yeah. any guesses at all? It's just crazy mm-hmm. these arguments. But the thing is, it's another reason why the reason why it's so fucked up is because of again the gun. What is it? NRA, the National Rifle Association, has so much power, power yeah. and they fund politicians like crazy, which mm-hmm. is why they'll never like it's so. Which is why I'm saying that it's so hard to get real change mm-hmm. because everything is corrupt. Yeah. So if a huge organization that has so much money and so much power Mm. can influence politicians so heavily. And that also influences the news that's put out that influences the things that are taught and everything. So then people also have that mentality. mentality. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard to change. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle because it's just like, and it's, it's, you would think that given the number of mass shootings that happen in the U S Oh my God. So many that there's just so many of these mass shootings that happen that eventually like people would start to be like, okay, something needs to change. There's a real issue here because like, it's almost like every, I think a few times a year they have a huge mass shooting. Not, no, no, not even like, well, it depends on how you classify mass shooting, yeah. but I heard like, mass shooting is classified as, I don't know, something, but I remember yeah. at one point I looked it up and it was like, there was more mass shootings than days of the year. Let me just look this up. That's first. crazy. Like it's, it's like insane. Like, um, Hold on. 
look at this. Okay, so this is in 20... Again, this hasn't changed much, guys. So I just pulled up a quick article here. There were... There were 372 mass shootings in the U.S. in 2015, killing 475 people and wounding 1,870 people. So 372, uh, that is more than days of the year. That's insane. And here we go. Here's a good, here, you wanted a definition. <laughs> Shit. Mass shooting is defined as a single shooter shooting incident, which kills or injures, injures four or more people, including the assailant. Wow. Okay. So it's not even, because I thought it was like maybe two people, but. Yeah. So apparently, so with four or more. Another thing, another little thing that kind of links into like the, what we're talking about like earlier on this podcast as well. One of the things that really bothers me as well, uh, along with the mass shootings is there's this whole, um, racial profiling that happens as well with mass shootings. Have you seen this whereby they'll, they'll say, for example, if the, if the mass shooter is of like, like Brown or a different skin tone, they'll be like, Oh, it was a terrorist terrorist attack. Yeah. And if it was a white, like someone that's white, or Caucasian. It's a mass shooter. It's a mass shooter and they, you know, they, they're, they, they're just like super religious or something happened or whatever, but it's never like a terrorist attack. Right. And it's like the wording that they use around it. It's like, why it's so bad. Like, yeah. And most, I think most mass shooters are white. I don't, I don't know. The stats, I think, I think something like that. Um, not that that matters, but the way, the way that the, the media portrays it, you know, for example, this is a huge, obviously a huge, public safety issue yeah. but um I didn't terrorism like as in foreign terrorism is actually not even like actually maybe i'm just making this up but like yeah. this is a huge issue yeah. but the fact is that people always emphasize more if it's like yeah oh my god terrorism it's like yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god this is such a big deal when this is happening within your own you know mm, within your own community yeah i can't believe that there was that many mass shootings in and it's still like this it's yeah. still it's That's still insane. yeah more, more mass than shootings than the days of the year which is crazy what the hell so every single actually yeah. more than every single day there's <laughs> some kind of mass shooting yeah. going on <laughs> at least one a day that's that's insane right isn't that, that is, crazy that's i know i'm actually speechless it's insane, it's insane. and yet um People still want their guns. God damn. I don't know. What is this obsession with having a gun? I, I don't understand I don't this. I get it. To be honest, like I've, guns actually scare me. They like, scare I, the I, shit out of like, me. Like if there was one here, I probably wouldn't touch like, it. Seriously. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to accidentally hit the trigger Literally. and shoot something. You and know? that happens. The thing is, it's crazy how much that actually does happen. Yeah. Because when you have guns just laying around in your house, mm. like kids can play with them, you know, yeah. like, and shit like this happens all the time. Like people sh- mm-hmm. accidentally shooting each other yeah. themselves. Shoot themselves in the head by accident or it's well, happened. Apparently that's what happened in Tiger King. Do you remember the, right? one, the one kid with the, what was like, tr- what was uh, what, name? Oh, I can't remember his name though. One of the guys that was, yeah. um, he was playing with a gun as you and do. He shot himself. And shot, accidentally shot himself. So oh, God, like, that's, that story still like haunts me. To I this know day. it's just like, again, I just think <sighs> the evidence is there that this needs 100%. This, this I mean, that's, I'm like, I keep saying that I'm actually like flabbergasted with this stat. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane. It doesn't seem real. No. Cause that's literally every single day of the year. There's more. And these m- are just one. mass shootings. Yeah. So this does include other shootings that don't qualify as mass shootings. Exactly. Which is less than four people. Yeah. So if it's less than four people, then it doesn't qualify as a mass it's shooting. It's probably just a homicide. Exactly. So yeah. we don't know the full statistics, <laughs> but, it, but it's actually insane. And, but this discussion, these discussions have been going on for a very long time yeah. like for example um columbine happened in the 90s oh uh, yeah remember that that was like at that time <clears throat> one of the big like school shootings yeah and i think it happened like maybe mid or late 90s yeah and i don't remember how many people died but a lot of people quite a few people died mm-hmm. and even before that i'm sure there were discussions but that really sparked a huge conversation yeah. but yet we're still here yeah. and to this day there has really been not Nothing, many changes. And there hasn't been anything really. What, what? I mean, please feel free to put in the comment section section below if there has been something that's substantially changed. It's but like, scary. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't yeah. think that there really has because you know this continues to be a problem in the U.S. Yeah, and other places, I guess that don't that have relaxed gun gun oh, legislation. God. It just shows you, and it's like that. Like it's this is proven th- exactly. This is the thing. If it wasn't proven, then I could then I yeah. couldn't say anything. But like, you only have to look at Australia and the UK yeah. that put these gun laws into into place or more stringent gun laws into place, and look at those countries now. Yeah, like they don't have. They might still have the occasional mass shooting that like mm-hmm. still happens, but not to this level. Like no. this is like next level shit. It's next level. It's crazy. God damn. Well, and, but you know the. I feel like the people that believe in this like don't really pay attention to actual statistics mm-hmm. and what's actually the case. So like, again, yeah, it's proven that having more guns doesn't actually save lives. Like, exactly. oh, surprise. 
but yeah. they don't pay attention. It's like the same thing as, you know, people that are, you know, anti-abortion or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's the thing. Nobody likes abortions. Okay. Nobody enjoys talking about abortions, yeah. but um, it has been basically proven that having legal abortion, no, not legalizing abortions, having illegal abortions mm-hmm. doesn't actually contribute to less abortions happening. Yeah. You just have more illegal abortions. Yeah. But Which, it doesn't it doesn't decrease the number of the abortions. Number, yeah, yeah, yeah. But people ignore that statistic. Yeah. So it's like It's like it's like when we, we talked about this. This is a little bit less of an <laughs> extreme example. Sorry. Which one? Are you but, scratching your butt? No, no, because my, <laughs> my my wallet was in there and it was like oh, making okay. me off balance. Um but uh, another like kind of lesser uh-huh. example of this is um, around flat earthers. Do you know, like, it's like anytime you have these kind of like, not even extreme ideologies, but it's like, again, if evidence is proving um, you contrary right. <laughs> to what is going on, I love how I always bring this up because yes. I'm just like mesmerized. Okay? Oh my God. Right. Yeah. And if, 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 if you're consistently having this evidence and it has been proven by, you know, like again, with the gun legislation, with abortions, with a lot of different things, when the empirical evidence is there, it's hard to refute or argue mm-hmm. against it because it has been proven as to that way. But they, they think that it's all a conspiracy. Like they don't trust NASA. Mm-hmm. They think NASA is just faking it all. Oh, God damn. So yeah. I don't know. That be a situation. So, wow. I didn't know how we got into the mass shooting discussion. Well, but, it kind, it uh, kind of links Jacob, in with, Yeah. Yeah. It links in with the Jacob. Uh, yeah. So, th- again, like this whole story just makes me sad because mm-hmm. there's so many societal issues that mm-hmm. are kind of present mm-hmm. in this whole thing. I think the thing that's the, the thing that's really frustrating is like, like, and I guess I'm really paying attention to this more because of everything that's been going on. Yeah. And I know it's been going on for, for a long time. It's just now it's more, I feel like I've just seen more of it in the mm-hmm, forefront mm-hmm. and it does make me a bit upset because, you know, looking at the Khalif Browder story, oh looking at George Floyd, and these are incidents that have happened in the past. And yeah. again, similar to the gun legislation, I'm like, what has changed now? I mean, I feel like it's getting the vote, the movement's getting more vocal and we're getting more awareness, but like systemically, yeah. What has actually changed? Because look, you look at this exact incident that literally happened last Saturday yeah, or last Sunday with this guy, Jacob Blake. Yeah. And it's like, what's changed? Oh God. It's how so is sad. this, how is this different than what's happened to George Floyd as well? I mean, it's obviously the circumstances and stuff are different, but like the outcome and what's happening. Well, yeah. Jacob Blake didn't die, but you know, again, you have this, there's so many different elements where it's like super, um, just like frustrating. Yeah. Um, the, the, the last story that I want to talk about, it's just a really brief one, but it t- links into this okay, as well. Okay. Is and the only thing is I don't know too, too much about it, but basically, um, apparently the, Oh, I heard about this. Did you hear about this as well? Yeah. So on the back of what happened, um, with this whole, uh, Jacob Blake incident mm-hmm. and then the protests and everything else is the, uh, NBA players, protested themselves yeah and said you know i think they had a game that week on the wednesday or something and they basically did like a 48 hour protest or something like this yeah where none of them were like playing any of the games mm-hmm. and um just basically being like you know this is something that we need to we need to change and i think that there was like a few maybe small initiatives or stuff that came off the back of that so yeah i heard though that apparently they were protesting i could be wrong but mm-hmm. i heard that obama talked them out of the protest really Okay, yes. So, yeah, according to this article, how Obama helped convince NBA players to end their strike and return to play. Mm -hmm. In a call with Chris Paul and LeBron James, Barack Obama urged NBA players to return to the court and resume the playoffs. The fact that, you know, the NBA players coordinated themselves and did like a big protest like that, I think that's like pretty powerful in itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it does kind of make me, I'm not sure the reasons why Obama said, you know, you should go back to play Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Because I mean, and I'm probably going to offend some people that are big basketball fans, but like, it's not like they're doing life surgery here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sports game. It's going to cost a lot to not play but but think of the millions of the billions of that that industry has made already. Exactly. I mean, it's not going to hurt them that much. And like, it's obviously a huge, it's a very powerful message if they actually do walk away. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, apparently they're just going to play again and yeah, it lasted like 48 hours, I think. So it wasn't like a long protest, but I think it's definitely, and and there was some, I did see some articles, not articles, but like some people were commenting and saying like, you know, what did the, what did the NBA players actually achieve in that? See, that's another thing. Here's the thing. I, I get the protests. Mm -hmm. I do. I get these actions, but at the same time, it's like, you need to actually have, 
I think this is the main problem with a lot of these things is that people don't actually know what they're asking for when they do these protests. Mm -hmm. Like you need to actually understand, okay, let's take a step back from the NBA, but what are they demanding? What are they actually doing by taking a step back? Is this just like an issue of just, oh, we're just gonna like not play? And then not ask for anything like what is what is it going to change because they're just going to go back barack obama apparently convinced them to go Mm -hmm. back and then but then what happened you know or maybe i could be wrong guys maybe there is something that came out of this but uh i do feel like with these type of movements um there needs to be you know a real ask yeah Yeah, tangible ask or something that they're actually fighting for Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the issues with um when the Black Lives Matter movement started, there was a lot of confused messaging and people mm. didn't know what they were asking for. Yeah. A lot of people just made um, comments mm-hmm. and said, and you know, like ev- I'm probably guilty of this too. You know, mm-hmm. people were just saying, oh, this is wrong, but not really understanding yeah. what could actually help change. Exactly. It's, um, it's, it's kind of yeah. like getting to the, it's like thinking about, and I'm again, yeah, I'm probably guilty of this as well, but yeah. it's, it's thinking about, I'm being conscious and saying, okay, how do we actually get to the root of this problem? Like how, mm-hmm. what, what steps do we need to take as a society? What pressure do we need to put on the government and certain yeah. policies and, you know, legislative things looking at specifically at police brutality? What are things that we need to change and put pressure on the government to change with regards to the police to, yeah. to kind of prevent that stuff from happening? Yeah. That's the kind of, and it's, it's, nobody knows the right answers. You know what I mean? That's what's hard about this stuff as well, because I couldn't tell you what the right answer is. I don't know, but you're right. I think if we don't have any kind of at least ideas or tangible things where we're like, Mm -hmm. these are the things that we want, you know, the government or whatever, um, to, to, to start tackling. It's kind of like, I talked about this in the last episode, that whole red herring thing. But if you're going after the wrong, you're focusing on the wrong things and Mm -hmm. not like the stem or the root of what the problem is, then it's never, ever going to get solved. Yeah. There's so much of that nowadays though. It's like, People just crying over, for example, someone wearing a a kimono, yeah, and like calling racism and saying, mm. "Oh my God, this is racism because a white girl's wearing a kimono." It's like, yeah. I think you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. It doesn't achieve anything. Well, I think I think a perfect example, and this is just like something I just yeah. you know random, but like we look at mass shootings, right? Yeah. So mass shootings. I mean, time and time again, you can see there's something wrong with it. We can see it from other countries. It's been proven that's gun, gun legislation mm-hmm. that needs to be tightened up. But what, you know, what they might do in the States is they'll be like, oh my God, we had a mass shooting at the school. What we need to do is increase security at the school. We need to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, that's not solving the problem. Yeah. That's all that's doing is maybe making that school, that one school a little bit safer. But is that preventing mass shootings going forward? Yeah. So I think the difficult thing with the whole Black Lives Matter movement is, what issue are we focusing on? And are yeah. we just focusing on something such as that where it's like, maybe it addresses the small part of the problem there, but is it, is it, is it getting at the root of what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it, that's a difficult question to ask as well. Yeah. You know? So. Well, I think like there is definitely some good, like for example, the whole defunding the police thing. I think yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Cause that's actually asking for like, okay, tangible things that could be changed. Yeah. Uh, and of course there are lots of things, but I think, yeah, there needs to be a little bit more of, you know, less, empty gestures again i'm not saying this is necessarily the nba thing was necessarily an empty gesture because i don't know enough about it exactly and it was a powerful message to have the people doing it exactly but we need some Mm. like you know they like especially these powerful fucking people man like they can probably demand a lot of things yeah so you know like then if they had a really strong message then Mm. it would have been fantastic Uh, but one thing i want to talk about about the mass shootings thing like one another thing that they like to do when this these mass shootings happen is they they'll blame things like video games, yeah. uh, like violent video games. Or mm-hmm. I remember like Marilyn Manson was heavily blamed oh, yes. during the his, Columbine because yeah, of his music was really like you yeah, know, really and they aggressive. listened to Marilyn Manson. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. instead, again, instead of focusing on something like the gun legislation, exactly, um, or maybe so many other potential issues like exactly. mental health, that's a huge issue because yeah. I'm pretty sure they had a lot of mental health issues. Yeah, but instead of that, they focused on you know, oh, like they're listening to some like violent music. Exactly. Which again, it's not getting to the root of the problem. Yeah. It's like really like it's side, it's sidestepping what's actually happening. Exactly. So yeah. 
God damn, this yeah. world be dark as hell. God damn, and <laughs> this episode is dark as hell. <laughs> do we ever do a happy? Episode? I don't know. <laughs> I want some like happy news to happen. Oh my god, no! Know? Next time we'll talk about Indian matchmaking. Oh, yes, I finally finished it. Are you rewatching it? I'm gonna. Yeah, I've started rewatching it because <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god, there's so much to say. Oh god, it's just com- it's comedic gold basically. It's so, it's so frustrating too though when I watch it. I'm like, oh, why did they do it this way? Anyway, we'll we'll complain about it next yeah. week. So and and this is actually because we we did a post on our um, Instagram page. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at the Savage Podcast, if you're not following us already. Yes. Um, and it was funny because it was like a, a one of the Indian matchmakers, the one of the key players that we both love, Aparna. Yes. And <laughs> quite a few people were like, you guys need to do an episode on this. You guys need to do an episode on this. So we're and listening we to will. you guys. Yeah. So We're we, definitely going to do an episode. Oh, God damn. So stay tuned. That will be coming next. Oh, my God. Coming at you. There's so much to discuss. Oh, God. There really is. It's, so. it all, it's all tied into the modern love oh, thing God. that we love to talk about so we much. Do. Oh, God. The modern love. <laughs> modern love. Yeah. So I think that actually concludes our lovely, positive, vibrant <laughs> episode today. Um, sorry, guys, if oh we're bringing God. a damper on your uh, day Don't today. We, they're used to this now. That's true. We always yeah. talk about this again, depressing shit. Oh, God damn. But it's just interesting. I mean, I think it's really important, again, to talk about this stuff. And Yeah, you got to talk know. about the bad shit to make the world better. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Okay. God damn. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, we do have a Patreon account where we do an extra episode mm-hmm. every single month yeah. for our patrons only. So if you yeah. guys want to join us there, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. You can also get the episodes earlier yeah. than everybody else a week earlier. Yeah. So it's much more timely. And this, uh, this, this month's uh, August Patreon exclusive was oh, really juicy. good. Yeah, it was all We about talked about the ex-vegans. We talk, yeah, we talked about the ex-vegans. And so. we got a little bit ro- uh, gossipy, didn't oh, we? God, dang, we? We got dang. a little gossipy. So yeah, if you want to if you want to see that, <laughs> definitely, definitely check that out. I, I still feel very like, oh God, I know. Did, we, did we do that episode? <laughs> did we put that out there? We, but it, we did and it's out there, Rose. I know, so. It's out there. It's only out there for the patrons. This so is true. This is true. if you want the juicy, gossipy sort of episode, yeah. then... Check, check it out. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> um, anyway, again, thank you so much for tuning in this week, guys. Um, and yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>